It's the summer of Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yeah. We are recording this pre-Labor Day, but this episode will be coming out on Labor Day. Just so you know, the summer's over. That's what Labor Day signifies. Did you have a good summer, Jen, before we get into any movies? I feel like it went so fast, but I Uh love September and school time. Fall. Fall. I love that time of year. It's my favorite time. You know why? Why? Because... What Starbucks specialty drink is coming out soon? Not the PSL. I was like, what's PSL? No, it's pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> no, you just want to watch Gilmore Girls and be in a fall mood. I'm a fall. What's that word again? I don't know. What, what word? <laughs> There's a word for girls who just love fall. Fall hose? <laughs> I don't know. If Gilmore Girl is kind of personifying fall, I think we'll look back on this summer as personified by two movies barbie and oppenheimer which brings us to the title of the episode the summer of barbenheimer what did you think of oppenheimer because we haven't heard your thoughts on it yet first off barbenheimer you actually got to do a barbenheimer where you saw both movies in the same weekend yeah and i know a couple other people who did that too but some other people could not see it like the same weekend because they were just like sold out you know what the issue is it's not that it was sold out people want to see it on the specific screens that we ended up seeing it at and that was sold out for months we saw it like two months after it came out right and yeah you could have seen it like i did at the regular theater but i'll be honest I, I definitely think seeing it on the big screen is better. However, the IMAX, I don't know, it didn't really matter. It didn't. For Oppenheimer, I feel like you could have seen it in regular, not IMAX, and then yeah. it would have been just as fine because it's not like there's tons of action, really. Yeah. It's more like a drama, which I really liked it. Oh, so you're asking me what I think of both movies? Well, before you get into it, Let me tell our listeners how the movies did at the box office. Okay. So Oppenheimer had a $100 million budget, which is surprisingly low. low, You know why? It's because a lot of people took cuts to be in that film, all the stars that you see. Really? And on that $100 million budget, it made $725 million. Now, here's my question for you. Do you think Oppenheimer... Or sorry, Oppenheimer. Do you think Barbie did better or worse than that? Um, better. Okay, so Barbie had a much bigger budget of let's say 145 million. This is 128 to 145. But let's round it up to 145. And the box office of this film was 1.286 billion. Stop. I remember when we recorded our Barbie episode. I was like, oh, it's. Yeah, this movie's around like 500 million. Like, it's doing pretty good. It like almost tripled that. Can you believe how much money it made? The billions. Do you know how this movie kind of formed? What's her name again? Um, Greta. No, no, the other one. Uh, she played Margot. Margot Robbie is kind of the person who spearheaded this movie. She was an executive producer and she went up to Greta Gerwig because she really wanted to do the film. And then she said, Greta, like, listen. I don't have to be in this movie. She was happy producing it. But Greta Gerwig said she wanted to write the movie for her. I think she took less up front. 
And at the end, she ended up making, because of how much money it did at the box office, $50 million. Nice. We're talking about Margot Robbie. Mm -hmm. So yeah, both these movies were a huge success because Barbie, you kind of, when you think about it, are you really surprised it made that much? Because it's Barbie, right? Yeah. Oppenheimer is a slow three-hour historical biopic. Yeah. And it still made like 700 plus million dollars. Well, it's like Christopher Nolan style though. Yeah, I guess anything Christopher Nolan does makes money. But the big <laughs> thing, like Barbie obviously is going to do better because it's just everybody uh, wanted to see that. There was such a hype in the Barbie culture yeah. leading up to this. And I don't know if it was just because the movie was coming out or if it was just some kind of marketing, but like everything was Barbie. Yeah, for sure. And there was no escaping it. So yeah, I'm not surprised that it did really well. And don't you think these two movies kind of fed off the hype of each other? Barbenheimer was a real thing. You almost didn't need to pay for marketing because people were doing it themselves. They're dressing up in pink and then dressing up as Oppenheimer mm. right after. Yeah. I Did you like one more than the other? Yes. <laughs> That's a segue to, for you to tell me which one. We already know. <laughs> The listeners don't. The listeners don't. Yeah, for me, Oppenheimer was I liked more. Wow. Can you believe it? You liked Oppenheimer more. I liked Barbie more. I know you like Never Barbie in a million more. years. <laughs> We're flipped roles. The official savvy meter rating of these two films is 87 for Barbie and I believe 90 for Oppenheimer. I listen, Oppenheimer's a better movie. I I agree, but it was so depressing. I didn't like it more because I thought it was a better movie. I just enjoy those types of movies better or more than the Barbie movie. I mean, Barbie movie, it was its own kind of movie. There's not really anything like Barbie, actually. Oh, 100%. I agree. So it's yeah. super unique, uh -huh. Um, which, but and it was still a good movie, too. I liked that one as well. But just the story of Oppenheimer, the acting, the execution, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I just really enjoyed it more than Barbie, even though Barbie was really fun. I just like sad movies, I guess. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, we were so lucky that we got to have these two movies highlight our summer. And there was also Indiana Jones, which we didn't get to see, and Mission Impossible. Oh, like, yeah. it was a big summer for movies. I want to see Mission Impossible. I know, but like, we're not gonna, it's already like done mm -hmm. at this point. We'll watch it when it comes out on streaming. What did you like about Barbie? What did I like about Barbie? I liked... Or like why... I guess why did you like Barbie more than Oppenheimer? That's a great question. I liked Barbie more because of how it made me feel. Mm -hmm. It's like I said uh, in our Oppenheimer episode, I've been to Hiroshima. Like I've seen the uh, Peace Museum, whatever it's called. And it's seeing Oppenheimer and what he said at the end. Remember he's like when he went to Einstein, he's like... Um, well, don't spoil it. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> when he went to Einstein and did that whole thing about I believe that we actually started that chain reaction that would destroy the world, that effed me up. Yeah. When I left Barbie, I was teary-eyed too, but it was more in a beautiful way. It was such a nice, happy ending, mm -hmm. full of hope. And Oppenheimer just made me feel like the world's gonna end, <laughs> which is still good. It's still a great movie. It just... I, I want to feel what Barbie makes me feel more than I want to feel what Oppenheimer does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just really like Oppenheimer. And actually, right after I I started to watch Peaky Blinders, because yeah. what's his name? Cillian? Killian Murphy. Kill yeah. Killian? 
Okay. Killian Murphy. Yeah. So I started watching Peaky Blinders. So I was like, oh, I want to see more of that guy. <laughs> so, um, and I had watched Peaky Blinders like when it first came out, but I never really watched, got into uh-huh. it or watched it all. So I know I'm super late to the game, but yeah, I'm enjoying that right now. He's the highlight of Oppenheimer. And Margot Robbie is the highlight of Barbie, which was the highlight of the summer. <laughs> this has been our Barbenheimer special saying goodbye to summer. That's three summers in two seconds. Whoa. Are you proud of me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed your Labor Day. We'll see you next week.